Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 189. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Hello, folks. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be on today. <laughs> and my voice sounds so cool. I, for a second there, I was about to say, this was the most professional start we've ever had. And no. Then, then that didn't go down. No, because I realized when I said it, I was like, I am speaking so weird. I thought it sounded nice. Nice. Anyway, know. Real Talk, <laughs> you know what we're about. Real talk, life, God, the Bible, everything in between. Everything. There's a link somewhere. You'll see it. If you follow that link, you can ask us questions anonymously about life, God, and the Bible, and we'll do our best to answer them. Maybe you're a Christian that has an embarrassing question, you feel it's embarrassing, and don't want to ask someone in person. And maybe you're not a Christian, but you've always been curious about Jesus. Well, guess what? This is your opportunity. We'll also do some other stuff. You found the place. So, I think that's it, man. That is it. You, that uh, is the spiel. It says here you're supposed to talk about, I think you're up on part C there. We've got uh, show notes again today. That's right. we got show notes, so no, no, no invisible ones like we had for live. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, for those of you that are watching, if you're a fan of this show and you enjoy watching Real Talk, we have what we call the Real Talk Real Ones Fan Club, where there's two tiers. Tier 1, $15. Tier 2, $30, where we That's give you guys per month. Yes, yeah. per month, where we give you guys exclusive content. And if you're in Tier 2, we give you exclusive merchandise. If you guys like the show and are willing to partner with us, we'll be able to give you guys all that fun stuff. It's amazing. I hope you guys like it. For those of you that have already given, it's coming. Yeah, man, I think we got to do a little better than it's, it's coming at this point. We're going to sell this. So, yeah, we got to actually do the stuff. Yes, it will, be, it will be to you guys. I don't know. We should give it a day, shouldn't we? Yeah. What yeah, is now, the sweatshirts, from what you told me, are done. Yeah, the sweatshirts so are done. Our, our first big one for the Tier 3 folks who get the free merch, your sweatshirts are done. You'll be getting those this week. Oh, yes. So a special Thanksgiving surprise. Oh, right? yeah, it is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Week. It's so awesome. happy Thanksgiving from us to you and from you to us. <laughs> uh, and you. as far as, I do believe we at least have one of our behind-the-scenes stuff that's going to our Tier 1s, right? Yes. Yeah, we have one so of we'll them. we'll send that this week, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So the plan will be this week. This week? What is this week? I suppose we should say that. This is the week of Thanksgiving. The week of Thanksgiving it is. So a lot of cool stuff. We are, uh, you know, anytime you start something new, there's some hiccups along the way. Yes. But I'm telling you, it's going to be worth it. Oh, absolutely. In fact, I'm very excited to see the sweatshirts, man. I'm Me really too, man. Pumped. Super excited And they're going to be comfy for oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving comfort, so you can eat all that turkey and stuffing. And nobody will be able to see your bulging belly, because it'll be in your sweatshirt. That's right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. That was good, man. Is that all you got about that? Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got, yeah. Um, it says here we're supposed to catch up on our lives. Catch up. Mm. <laughs> you have anything to say, man? Yeah, so, man. You, from what you told me earlier. You said, I actually did some thinking about my life and have some things to share today. <laughs> I did, man. Yeah, I actually, so, I actually decided to take some time to think, which I don't do very often. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> um, one thing, man, that, you know, that came to my mind when I was pondering earlier about life was just, you know, and you, you, you say this so much, dude, and, like, it, it just it always hits me and it made me think myself, like, life is so short, dude. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I worry that, you know, I don't move much. And what I mean by that is, like, I don't take a lot of, like, steps in life a lot of the time. And it's because I'm just so busy worrying about worrying, just worrying about mm. what to, you know, what's next? What am I missing? What is it going to look like? Um, you know, am I, you know, am I going to mess this up? Am I going to mess that up? And it's just like, I spend so much time worrying about, um, 
all that stuff where I just don't enjoy life. I'm not very mm-hmm. joyful. Um, and life is just so short to be sad, to be down, to be anxious, to be overwhelmed. And it's like, man, it's all about the moments, dude, you know. Um, so just trying to take it moment to moment and, like, actually be here and be present. And, like, it's all about t- making that choice in the moment to move. So when when a moment comes, move, if you know. And if you don't move, man, you got another moment coming, you know, and just be, I don't know. What do you mean by move? For people um, that are maybe tuning in for the first time. Yeah, so like take action, you know, actually do what, you, you know, for, you know, if you're a Christian watching, you know, like actually, you know, take action what Christ has told you to do, you know. So like, you know, if you're sad in the moment, like do you pray, you know, do you actually take that moment to do what something that he's told us to do or do you read every day do you you know if you see someone you, they seem sad do you take the time mm-hmm. to talk to them you know, do you actually do the things god's told us to do um so that's that's kind of what i mean by that um and then also like you know even in life do you have something that you know you want to do do you have a dream you know do you actually go towards that dream or do you just think it's unrealistic you know like you know for, when you have a moment when it comes do you actually take action with it or do you not you know so that's kind of what I mean by that. Um, another thing that I've realized is that I've just been very tired lately. Um, <laughs> been extra tired, just very, like, um, lethargic. Mm. Um, so that's been, you know, hard to kind of wrap, you know, try to get, get past because I, you know, I'm a guy who naturally can tend, you know, I can, my tendency is to kind of like, oh, if I feel this way, this is just how it is. And so, like, being extra tired has made me kind of, like, not do as much. Mm-hmm. I've just kind of been like, you know what, I'll just kind of, like, chill for a minute, and then I chill for a long time <laughs> because it's just like, oh, I'm so out of it. So, uh, yeah, I've been really tired lately. Um, but, and that could just, I don't know, there's so many factors that could play into that. So, um, let's see, what else? Um, the gospel is not comfortable to tell to all people. <laughs> so that, that is another thing I have. What? That's a big statement. Yeah, man. Um, You know, you guys have heard us talk about before on this podcast, if you're new, you know, we have a a little men's group that's, it's uh, like a accountability group called Lionheart. It's really cool. But um, one of our challenges is to tell some of the gospel every week this this month. And man, it is just, it is uncomfortable, man, you know. Um, And, you know, because what I, the reason why I put it's uncomfortable to tell to all people is because like, that's our call. And it's like, you know, we're supposed to spread the good news of the gospel to all people. And so um, what I've realized, man, is that it doesn't matter how many times I do it or how many times that I am, you know, I, I take that step and I try to tell someone the gospel, man, it's just never comfortable. And like, but then I remember that, like, man, faith is uncomfortable. And like, those are the places I'm supposed to be at. And so it's, it's one of those things where it kind of conflicts because I can naturally want to be comfortable, but... I'm called to be uncomfortable, so it's hard sometimes. But um, the the hope in that though is that like, man, when I am doing things and I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about what I'm supposed to like. I guess oh, sorry, for kind of losing my thought. But you know, if I, when I'm doing things and I'm not worried about, you know, myself and I'm just trying to honor God, those have been some of the most like insane moments in my life and they've been some of the best moments of my life and I try to keep that in mind um let's see here another thing I'm beginning to see people again and what I mean by that is like you know I'm beginning to finally you know 
see people in the sense of like, oh, like I can tell if someone's like maybe a little off, and I'm trying, I'm, I'm starting to get back to a place where I'm saying, hey, like, are you okay? Or you know, I'm saying, hey, like, I love you. Or like, I'm just, I'm starting to see people more, which is a really good feeling because I know for a long time I was so like self just indulged that I was starting to lose that, and so I feel like that's starting to come back, and that's really cool. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that's really all I had for my list of stuff that I. What do you thought think about. made it start coming back? I think I've been more faithful in the fact that I've been like in my disciplines, like I've been reading better, I've been praying better, I've been, you know, I've been more consistent with all that. And like, you know, I've been taking my faith more serious and I've been actually in a relationship with Jesus. And like when you do that, it it tends to naturally leak into how you live, too. And like it just becomes more natural to start to see people and like do what you're supposed to do. So like, yeah, I think that's been that's been the key factor for sure. So. Awesome. Sorry. No, you're, 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 <laughs> I was thinking about what you said. Yeah. So that is kind of my life in a nutshell um, for me actually taking some time to think. <laughs> so, <laughs> hmm. yeah, man. It's good. Do you feel better uh, having kind of processed some thoughts? I feel a little lighter. Yeah, that's a good question, man. I, I, do, feel, I do feel a little lighter. Um, I think that it's still hard for me sometimes to like think about this stuff. It took me longer than probably most people to come up with just those four points, <laughs> but um, they got out. So like um, it definitely takes a weight off. Cause like for me, like my mind is usually racing with just so many things. So for me to be able to pluck a few out and just put them down was good. So yeah, it definitely makes you feel a little better, a little lighter. So, but good, man. yeah, man. So, I would say overall, like, you know, still have just, I don't know, life is such a journey, dude, and I, you know, have such a long way to go, but, you know, I'm excited to actually, you know, be, it feels like I'm making progress in small ways that maybe I wasn't before, so. That's good, man. Yeah. It's really good. Hmm. Mm -hmm. How are you doing, my friend? What's the goal? Oh, what's the goal? Yeah, because you said I'm moving forward. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm excited. What is the goal? What's what do you what is what is the moving forward into? That is. Hmm. I feel like that? I feel like for me, man, the goal is is I'm moving more towards who God's called me to be, which is to be more like Jesus. It's to be a leader. It's to be. Um, it's to be more. Hmm, more bold. So how does that lead you to being more content? Do you think? Um, cause, cause I think I'll, I'll have more fulfillment when I'm doing those that things. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'll have more fulfillment in that than just not, than, than when I'm going against it and I'm not doing what I'm sh- I should be doing. So. Yeah. Makes sense. I was just curious. Yeah. <clears throat> How about you, dude? How was the highway of life? You know, my transitions aren't good in this. Yeah, man. You have a lot of, you have a lot of gifts though. Thanks, dude. Once again, we found out, this is an aside, uh-huh. <clears throat> that AJ is beloved by people. <laughs> now, here's the thing. This, I, I feel like people, and I've said this numerous times, think when I bring this up, because they don't know me like you guys do. Because mm-hmm. the reality is, when I say something, I mean it, right? So if I say people, like if I, if I was jealous of you being beloved, yeah. right, I would say that. <laughs> right? Anybody that knows me knows yeah. that. But it's interesting, right? Remember, we just said the other day, uh, Muscles McGee, Big Luke, right? Mm-hmm. Did you hear him when he's like, "Hey, so and so loves this guy." She tells me all the oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, how'd you feel hearing from live that you have an infectious laughter? 
Was that a, did that make you feel good? I'm being listen. I know I sound sarcastic, <laughs> but I'm being serious. Hmm. I guess I didn't really like. I didn't really let it like hit me, but yeah, it's cool. Like I, th- I think I've been told that before, and like in like the past, mm-hmm. um, I've also been told that you know when I laugh, it makes other people laugh. So like, yeah, I mean, it feels good. Like it's it's nice to know that all I have to do is laugh and it can make people feel better. It's <laughs> true. So. Um, you know, so yeah, it feels good. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, um, but you know, it's funny. Yeah. You know, it's funny though. <laughs> no, what is it? Is that I've also had people tell me that. So you know, I ha- so I had that laugh, right? Mm-hmm. But then I've also had people tell me that, like, man, sometimes I can't tell if you're actually like laughing for real, or if you're just like being like condescending. And I'm like, well, no, man, like I really am laughing. You've been told that before. Oh yeah, before us. Uh huh. Because I, I haven't said that, but that's interesting. Yeah, I've been told that. So it's like it's one of those funny things where it's like because I just I don't have a consistent laugh. I laugh different ways. Like I, you're you're really expressive in your eyes, man, more than you think you are. Really. So yeah. So I wonder sometimes if it's like we've told you, like 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 when it's um you have that look in your eye and you're laughing and it turns from like oh this guy's having fun to he's a psycho. It's <laughs> ever you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it might. But you can't control that because it could be just that you. You really are laughing, but you're tired. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Oh, dude. Because, yeah, and then when I get tired, man, my eyes are just insane. Yeah. Because I'm sitting So there. that's probably what it is. But anyway, I thought that was a pretty cool, like, unique compliment to get versus yeah, just like, it is I nice. like you. You know what I mean? That To be told, because that's one of the things, man, we probably take for granted. I, I have found that I am not great, even though I'm a huge words of affirmation guy, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that's, you know, I appreciate words. Um, it's hard for me to accept them. Me too. And, but they, specific things are so nice you know that that was very nice yeah so yeah. anyway um as far as me well i also did a lot of thinking nice man <laughs> i'm gonna call today. this todd's tidbits because they're unrelated todd's in so tidbits. many ways i love this one i feel like i want to give a shout out to a couple people okay some unsung heroes of real talk unsung one is norman norman <clears throat> because i've been on a kind of a of a break from Facebook and stuff, right? As you know, mm-hmm. um, I haven't been able to see the comments. Like I'm, oh, I've been relying, rely, re- relying on you guys, which you've never told me anything. Um, <laughs> but he has been commenting, and I love that. And what's really cool about Norman, if you're watching Norman, I really appreciate, it, is that you're literally. I can tell that like he stops the video and 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 responds. During the thing, like yes. he's having any conversation with us, I think that's really cool. Oh yeah, um, and I know maybe sometimes Norman, you might think because we all do that, like we don't appreciate that or see it. But man, I'm telling you, it was really cool. I kind of caught up on all that. The other one, and she will not like this either. If she's watching, she she used to watch religiously. I don't know if she does anymore. If so, you have to say something. But Denise, you know Denise, yeah. Um, I just really appreciate Denise. It's a lady at our church. Just an awesome, awesome. She's kind of a rock star, man. Oh, absolutely. Everything she's, she's able to accomplish star. in life, and she does a lot of little things for people. Like for instance, she's come to our flag football games to watch, which you know at times are not anything fun to watch. But she's come. <laughs> she's come almost. I think every week almost. I think so. And man. I think that's she, just been. so cool um, that she does that. And uh, so shout out to Denise too, man, for being just a, a, a kind of a super fan encouragement to us in general and the show. Oh, absolutely. Um, because that's another one we sort of met through the show, and now mm-hmm. it's like a, you know, family to us. It's so wild, man. That just came to mind. I was thinking about them specifically. And there's a lot of other people out there too. Um, there's a lot more people that watch the show than I give credit to. 
Mm. You know what I mean? So, guys, listen. We've said this before. If you're listening to this podcast, even if you have no idea who we are, and you're like, you know what? I somewhat enjoy this. Yeah. Just take a second, even on Spotify, to leave a review. And But but the purpose of the review is to just say, hey, guys, listen in from wherever. Because it is encouraging. Even if you think we know you're listening, so say you're a local person. Yeah. It means a lot to us to hear that you're listening. So drop in a comment on the video, whether it's, it's YouTube true, or Facebook or Rumble or... Um, you know, Spotify or whatever. So That's I just right. want to say that. Thank you all so much. I love that, dude. Todd's Tidbits. That's one. Todd Tidbits one. Todd Tidbits. Todd. That's what you said. <laughs> two. It's a mouthful. Two, two, two. I've been pondering about money recently. <laughs> okay. And I thought of something that I said to the HR person when I was working at the bank when they interviewed me <laughs> and how stupid I sounded. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> now we're talking, and I, I believe this though, okay? And I, I don't, I'm not, I'm processing on the air with you. I have okay. not, when I say I thought about these things, what I really mean is a thought came to my mind and I'm now just going to say it. Gotcha. Because I didn't, I did no process. <laughs> Money. <laughs> so I told, I remember telling this lady, and this is kind of indicative of my life. They're asking, you know, what motivates you? And I was like, listen, money doesn't motivate me. It doesn't motivate me. Yeah. I'm motivated by being the best at something. Like I want to succeed, you know, I like to hit goals. And that's still true. But also, excuse me, what a naive view of life. Because the reality is, um, you know, being where I'm at now, mm-hmm. money, when we've talked about this, money's not wrong. No. Uh, the obsession with money is, as believers, and the love of, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil, meaning when we end up making that the most important thing. That's not going to happen. I shouldn't say it, knock on wood, right? That's not going to happen to me because I just don't put it. You guys know me. That's no, yeah. yeah. But I have learned that, like, I really feel lately this urge to really push forward in, in finding different streams of income so that I can help people, so that I can take care of business, so yeah. I can provide, you know, for Daisy and the family and all this kind of stuff. And um, and I've really been – I even have notes I'll show you later. So, for instance, I've never – I don't think I've said this online, but you guys know I'm wanting to start a clothing line. Yep. And I've sort of been waiting around because I realized I'm like, I'm not entirely great at art. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of waiting. I've pitched to you possibly joining the, you know, the business. Yeah, dude. But then you went off on your own. So then you're out. Uh, and then other people, right? Like Louisiana Hot Sauce also decided to go off on his own, right? Steal ideas. <laughs> no bitterness here. But I really no think bitterness. I'm just going to shoot it. So the idea of the clothing line is, you know, clothing with short messages that get conversations started that I would want to wear. So sort of cool, classier stuff. Yeah. You'll see. But I'm going to do that and just take a chance. The other thing I want to do is like get into properties and stuff. But the thing I've realized is we are not taught about money in school, if you really think about it. We're not taught how to manage money. No. Nope. We're not taught how to make money, really. Not at all. So um, I, that's just been something strange for me that's been a little different is this idea that I really want to move forward with some ideas. To, to do that. And the other thing I realized is, in a weird way, I have grown up thinking, maybe in once I, I don't necessarily think I grew up this way, but I think in, in my Christian, since I've been a Christian, to almost feel like the pursuit of making money is wrong. And it's, it's, it's affected my life. Hmm. And, and even though I know it's not wrong, I'm yeah. saying I know it's not, I would never tell anyone that. I've never thought that. But for me, 
it felt like I was selfish or I never wanted anyone. I guess it goes back to this pride area in me where I never wanted to be accused of being arrogant or wanting money. So I would like almost go the opposite way and hinder myself just so no one could say he's just doing stuff for the money. Interesting. Yeah. So why do I tie that? Well, there's a lot of things we do for free, man, (laughs) that that other people get paid for. So like no offense to the people listening to this show, but we do this show every week. Yeah. And it's crazy to me, and we've, we've always talked about doing these sponsorships. In fact, some people have wanted to pay to get a spot on this show for, for advertising purposes, and we would never take anything we don't believe in. Yeah. Um, and I just think we haven't done that, man, because we, it's sort of crazy. It's like a double-edged sword. In our, I think all of us in this room, even, we are motivated. We want to, for kingdom stuff, we want to love people and help people. Absolutely. Right? And so we haven't really made that a priority. True. So people think that we have because we'll mention it, but we really have. <laughs> if we did, we wouldn't be doing this show because it takes a lot of our time. Yeah, it does. Um, so anyway, just this process, I guess, of thinking about that. Um, because, But the thing is, I look at people in my life, and I know them, some friends even in our church that sponsor the show, right? People, friends. And they're obsessed with money, man. And all it leads them to is a constant state of anxiety. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't feel that necessarily, but I feel like it's just another, I don't know, man. Something I've been pondering is how I've hindered myself with a kind of a false guilt. Interesting. So just a thought I'm throwing out there. Yeah, man. Processing. Clothing I appreciate you too. saying that, dude. Yeah. Because, like, that's really – that's one thing I've always appreciated about you, man, is, like, you were just so good at, like, just uh, – oh, gosh, man. Words are not working today. I get it. Um, you're just really good at self-reflection. That's what it is. Like, like you're able to see those things about yourself. It's really so yeah. cool. Well, thank you for saying that. Sometimes I think I can be paralyzed by analysis, right? The whole process by analysis. But, yeah. But yeah, so the clothing line, all that to say is, and I, I'm kind of saying this publicly so I can sort of, people are going to ask about it. My plan is to get that stuff going at least the first winter line. I've even written it out. My winter line here, the first one, winter line one. Nice. By, you know, within a month. Heck yeah, dude. That's so, exciting. Yeah, so, you know, maybe I'll get some buy some sponsorship time on this show, you know, to get that going. But be on the lookout for that because I think it'll be cool. Be on the lookout. I'll be rocking it. Um, second, thirdly, fourthly, whatever I'm on. <laughs> I wanted to give a shout-out to Sprite Zero Cranberry. <laughs> okay, nice. So everyone knows here that I like Sprite Zero. Right? I wasn't expecting that. Now, I'm not giving free advertising because, frankly, Sprite... Yeah, they don't need it, man. You have never appreciated my love for you. But, and I've always been... I've always said that Sprite Zero is superior to regular Sprite because regular Sprite is somewhat syrupy, if you've ever had it. Mm -hmm. Well, as you can tell, what made me think of this was this can (laughs) that was sitting right over here behind me. If you can't... If you're listening to the podcast, it's a Sprite Zero... Winter spiced cranberry. It appears to be a limited edition Christmas flavor. And uh, it's very popular because it was at the local Mart Wall. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a bunch, they're gone. Can't find them. But they're very tasty. That's it. All right. Go give that a try, you know? Shout out to Cranberry Sprite Zero. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. All right. (laughs) So. What else should I tell you guys? I don't know. Let's one, go for all of them, man. One. I think I, I don't know if I mentioned, I, I talk, we have so many conversations that I forget where I say things. So if I've already I said this on the show, forgive me. But I think I told you guys, I think I did last week, I believe it was Tuesday of last week where I told you I was super sick. 
tired. I was about to get in the shower, and I had this, and I was like, he's terrible and grumpy. And all yeah. of a sudden, I had this, this epiphany. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be grumpy to people. Like, I'm not going to do that thing where I'm so focused on myself that I'm spilling on people and coming yep. up with a bad attitude. And it's crazy, man, knock on wood again, because it has lasted even today. I kind of found myself in sort of like a stressed mood, which I noticed was leading to sort of negative, frustrating thoughts. And I caught them again. And I guess I say that to encourage you out there that like, if you're having, if you're grumpy or things are going bad, you can take those thoughts captive. You really can. And so I guess I'm sharing, it's one of those moments where the Bible gives us direction and we kind of think it's good advice, but then you end up finding out it's real and you actually can do that. So mm. I took my thoughts captive and chose to not live out of those emotions. And it's just that old saying, right? When you choose to not live as though it's that way, you're grumpy, then you become not grumpy. That's good. Makes sense? Yep. It's convicting too because, you know, I remember like, I think I might have said that last week or the week before, but like I totally get that because, you know, when I was like, when I am pursuing Christ more, man, like I can make those decisions so much easier to be joyful, to live out of the truth instead of, instead of just living in the lie of my emotions a lot of the time, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I get, I get that, dude. That's really cool that you're able to do that. Yeah, just... And it's, and it's lasted. Well, yeah, and it's, I think that's what's cool about it for me. Maybe to other people, that's not a huge deal, but I think that was one area that I sort of have not taken captive over the years is the times when, when I'm almost in my head, and I'm not intentionally being mean to people, but when I'm frustrated or sick or tired, you know, and then... I end up being short with people. Like, you don't realize the effect you have on people. And we talked about that last week. Yep. Hmm. Now I have a question for everyone. Okay. I've been telling you guys that my goal is to do things that are fun, and I have failed miserably (laughs) for the most part. So my question is, what should I start doing for fun? Because, and if you're listening and you're you're a viewer on the show, this is an opportunity for you to just take part in my life. Like, I am Hmm. the Truman Show. You know, and you can just vote. What should I start doing for fun? Because mm. the truth is, I mean, I'm not saying I never have fun. Yeah. But as far as intentional fun, it's pretty rare. And part of that, if I'm just honest, this is going to sound so mopey, is because I'm not sure that anything is fun. So uh, that leads me to that. Huh. So if you're out there listening, what do you do for fun? What do you suggest I do for fun? I'd Listen, man, you know I'm not the guy to ask. Yeah, I know. But maybe someone out there is. Maybe. So leave a comment. You can use the link at www.therenda.life slash real-talk. Help Todd have fun. You know what we can do? Yeah. We can just sit around and listen to some music. Yeah. Here's my music, AJ? That's what I'm saying. I'm going to tell you exactly. <laughs> I'm going to tell you exactly. No, this isn't your fault, okay? I think I should. You just made me think of another memory. This show's. Off the rails, people are not listening probably. But I'm going to tell you a memory. Okay. And it finally hits me of two things you're about to learn about me. Okay. As everyone knows, I'm not a big fan of country music. Mm Mm-hmm. And that that you're like, Todd, that has nothing to do with me. But when I think of sitting around listening to music, you over the years, you've probably noticed, like, man, Todd just doesn't want to sit around listening to music very often. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not a music guy. Mm Mm-hmm. I like music. It's because every Sunday when I was a child, you know, we didn't go to church. You know what Sunday was? It was cleaning day. And you know what we did? My parents would turn on the stereo system they mm-hmm. had and turn on mostly country music that I always felt to be incredibly sad. And they would just cling to it. And we, no, not that they, we. Mm. Because I would be cleaning as well. Yeah. 
And we just, weren't allowed to turn the TV on. Just blaring so country it was just music. music day. And now I literally, and I'm not saying it's wrong because they probably enjoy music, but to me, I, th- I wonder if that feeds into like, man, I just can't handle it. It makes me feel trapped. Yeah. Interesting. And that's the end of the story there. Huh. But uh, so listen to music, and I'll put that on the list. Probably be down a little bit, but it's on there. Interesting. It'll be down the list. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. You're not in a super lonely time like I was, but you can, at my most loneliness, I went to, um, well, I can't give them a free ad, but I went to a, a laser tag place, and I got a membership there, and I played with professional laser tag players for like a month or two. By yourself? Uh, well, just, yeah. I mean, like you, now I'm yeah. going to be honest. I see, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. I respect that. This guy decided I'm going to do something fun. Even if it's mm-hmm. on my own, I'm just going to go out, take a chance to do fun. Sure. Like, that's, so that goes on the list. Getting yeah. a laser tag. You go golfing. It was, it was a bunch of fun. You know I tried that. Oh, I love golf. Time. <laughs> you do. You'll meet random people there, too. I met a bunch of people from Wabash. And then went to a rodeo with hey, them. Bowling's, bowling could be interesting. I love bowling, too. Wow. <laughs> rodeo. Yeah. I'll go to a rodeo with you, too. I, I've been meaning to go to I, you one. You know what? I used to watch a rodeo at the old Elkhart County 4-H Fair. One of the largest... What else would it be? 4-H fairs in Indiana. <laughs> we used to go out to eat a lot. Who? Like, actually go out to eat yeah. and like, sit down and, like... Yeah. But the problem is... what? So what'd you say? The problem is it's so cold. But most <laughs> of what we did, like, say with us, even... Yeah. People are so... I'm just going to be honest with you. Mopey. That when we <laughs> sit, when we do anything together, everyone is sad. <laughs> and that's so depressing. And that's, sometimes I'm like, dude, why do we do that? And it makes it seem like... I don't know if they're sad or not, or maybe just sure. Head, but it's like, but either way, it they're not present. Yeah, they're not present. That's a good way yep, to put it. Either it, way, it's it, not it's good so because they're either, like you said, sad, mopey, not present, and then like no one's in the same place. I know you said that before, mm-hmm. and then it's it's hard to enjoy the moment. Yeah. So, it, sometimes I've wondered if it's because we are all specifically the group of people that we're all friends with is we are all on. Which, by the way, also the majority of our group is introverts, which is hilarious. It, though most people would be like, oh, they're all extroverts. Nah, we're, most of us are introverts. Yeah. Um, I wonder if we have to put on a face so much sometimes or be like this, because it's not all fake, but we're definitely like, we will be, we have to be the happy ones because when we get around other people, not, this isn't always the case, but when we get around other people, a lot of times they're even mopier than we are deep down. So we have to be like, yeah, how are you <laughs> guys? And then by the time we're around each other, we're just like, exhausted. <laughs> Did you see what happened today? <laughs> I mean, that that could be a part tired. of it. It's yeah, it's possible that could, that could be part of it. I don't know. It's not just us though, man. People are like people in general. They we're so humans. Just at least most people I hang around with are so constantly worried about something that it's very difficult for them to be present. Yep. Um, and and that used to be a reason that I would not hang out with people sometimes is. They'd want to, but the entire time they're there, they've put this hard line stop time on it, right? Like we're going to spend time together for 30 minutes yep. or two hours. And at 9 p.m. we have to, it's just, I struggle to live in those boxes sometimes. Yeah. Well, cause like, I know you struggle with feeling trapped and like mm-hmm. that there's like a trapped feeling of like one yeah. thing to the next, like, you know, there is no leeway, you know, and that is stressful. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. very stressful. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I'm sure I do it too. And like I said, I, I'm not. The life of the party anymore, but I want to get back to, to having fun. So, I know I've taken a lot of time. I have one more thing to share. This I one's love more it, encouraging. I love it. So, speaking of Norman, he sent me a, uh, I got a voicemail from the other day. I feel bad. I didn't get to call him back. But he told me this story in the voicemail. 
And this is kind of encouraging and also for those who share positive things on social media that you don't know the impact it's going to have. Mm. So this week we had a message called Liar Liars and a sermon at our church. Yep. And part of it was, you know, following scripture and do we, the challenge really is like following the way, you know, Jesus is the way and actually following it and yeah. his word and kind of talked about, you know, there was a part in it where it's like, a, do you forgive? You know, just giving examples like, do you really follow? Do you forgive? Do you love? Well, so he goes to a local fast food place and there was a lady who has visited several times our church, but she wasn't there that week. Mm. This past Sunday, but she, this was like Monday, I believe, but she watched it mm. and then she shared it with a friend. Okay. Which, I, and I'm, I may get this details wrong, but it's somewhat similar. This friend, I think it was this friend. So the friend of this, other, um, listened to it and randomly got convicted about the fact that she had no relationship with her sister, whom she hadn't forgiven in years. Wow. And reached out to her sister. That's wild. And reestablished dude. a relationship. All that because is... of a message that was shared from someone to someone. Isn't that wow, really cool, dude. man? How God that can is... use things. And a lot of times we're embarrassed to share those things, even, but we'll share you know, silly stuff. So I don't know. I just thought that was really cool encouragement that you never know wow, the little dude. things. And that wasn't even the main point of the message necessarily. Right? Yeah, but, but God will take. God's going to work on us in the ways that He wants to work on us. Yeah, man, and, and heal is, us and stuff. So I thought that was cool. That is absolutely incredible, dude. Yeah. I had wow. So it was cool of Him to share that too. It's the power of the internet, man. Yeah, that's for, you can for use evil. for good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I suppose we can. That was my rambling. Thank you for listening. I loved it, man. Thank you so much for letting us in on your life, dude. Yeah. So cool. A lot of good stuff. Shout yeah, out Sprite. <laughs> Sprite. So moving on to questions, I believe. Yes. You ready to begin this journey? I'm ready to yes. begin the journey of the question asking. Oh, fun. You were just saying oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> we got a yeah, bunch of that are coming in on two. We got even more. Just now, since we started? Yeah. Wow. Well, at least one more now. Now I got to look. Uh, anyway. Wow. We're going to start with some softballs here. Some softballs. What are you Let's thankful get... for this year? I am thankful for the remnant. I'm the thankful church. for the church, man. Uh, yep, thankful for the church that I attend. Um, you know, you, you know, a lot of this this place is special, man. You know, you guys have dealt with my junk a lot um, and loving me radically th- through it all, you know, for the good, th- for the bad. You know, I've never experienced that kind of love, honestly. Like, you know, and so I'm just very thankful, so thankful for it. So it's good, man. Um, what am I thankful for? Yeah, I'm thankful for my friends. Uh, I'm beating a dead horse, but it's been such a crazy thing, man. I'm thankful for my daughter. Just changed mm-hmm. my whole life. Not just, just the way I even look at life, you yeah, know, man. and appreciating small moments. Um, had that time this morning with her where she's just sitting on my lap and my mind was starting to think ahead to today when I go into work. This is a real Israel story too. And I stopped and I said, no, man, because I'm going to look back someday and wish I'd have been present in this moment. Mm. And so I just forced myself to be present with her just sitting on my lap watching a show, you know, and it was just a cool moment. She's really changed my life. It's beautiful. Yeah, her middle name's Grace, for those who don't know, and it's like I really do believe that's what she's been to me is just like God's grace to me in ways I didn't know I needed, you know, mm. really, really changed me. And made me like see outside myself even more. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, thankful for my friends, my family, you know. Yeah, thankful for God's grace. Mm. And I'll tell you another thing I'm thankful for that I think is 
give a little bonus. I'm thankful to live in the country I live in. Yeah, and look around the world, man, and and for all of our flaws, still very thankful to live in this country. Me too, blessed. Man. That's I love that you said that. It's so true. All right, man. I think you're up. Yes. What's your favorite type of pie this time of year? <laughs> Another softball. Favorite type of pie? I actually do love pie. Um, we've talked about this in the past more than cake. I'm I'm definitely one of the fruit pie guys. Yeah. So here's a pie that's pretty rare. I don't know if people strawberry pie. Interesting. But pretty rare. Um, I love cherry pie, apple pie, any of the pies, especially the apple pie that's got the crumbles on the top. I don't know what that's called. No idea. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah. I like apple pie. Apple pie, man. Nice. What about you? Dude, I'm just not much of a pie guy. So you won't eat any pie on Thanksgiving? Uh, like, He's like, also not much of a cake guy either. Yeah, I'm not much of a cake guy either. So what do you eat for your dessert on Thanksgiving? Now, um, sometimes Rolls. nothing, man. Yeah, sometimes nothing. Just depends on maybe a cookie, if there is cookies. But like, a lot of cookies there? Sometimes. Yeah. But, I don't think I've ever had a cookie on now, Thanksgiving. You eat just will, Hawaiian rolls. That's, oh, that's your dessert. I do love Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> um, I will say, like, out of any pie I've had, probably mm-hmm. like a chocolate pie. Oh, you like a cream pie. Yes, nice. that kind of thing. Like, yep, yeah, those kind of pies are pretty. Like, I can eat those. Um, yeah. So yeah, more of like a chocolate pie sort of a guy. All right, fun turn. You got a favorite pie? Yeah, the older I get, it just thins out more. Same here. Like I've, I've slowly started becoming an old man. I, I really like. A, I don't get to have it very often, but I like pecan pie. Really. Oh, dude, I love underrated pie. pie, man. Uh-huh. That was like a staple in our family on Thanksgiving. Now that you said that, my growing oh, yeah. up, pecan pie. That's a good one. Uh, peanut butter pie too is probably mm-hmm. peanut butter and a pecan pie. Are I'd imagine my favorites. Pie, like pie too. I, I'm picky on my peanut butter pie. I love mm-hmm. peanut butter pie if it's. It's gonna say if it's very peanut buttery. Gotcha. Because sometimes they can err on the side of creamy. Like milky more than peanut butter with a faint, you know. Yeah. But pecan man, good choice. I forgot about that. One. Oh yeah, I've thought about going to the store and just buying one and eating it. You all should by because we could get them right now. Well, that oh, yeah. part maybe you should share, but you could. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean it's probably wise I should. You can get those mini ones though. Oh yeah. Rant. Uh, never, never mind. Never mind. It was oh. completely off topic. Oh yeah, they were stocking up on it. I was gonna say, say random thing was that I was like, because you guys talking about like pie and like mm-hmm. cake, I, I I still don't like cheesecake. People love cheesecake. I love I, cheesecake. I, Cheesecake's I pretty good. Yeah. And I, I and if you're considering cheesecake a pie, I certainly like it because it's it. kind of served in pie form, isn't it? Yeah, man. I've, that's been the great debate. I think I, I've probably viewed cheesecake as a pie myself, yeah, even though I don't. But I guess I don't think of it that way when you think no. of pie. I think, but I don't think of it as like a cake a, either. It's, it's just yeah, it's cheesecake. Like your own thing. Yeah. Anyway. Cheesecake is cheesecake. All right, man. Here we go. This one's getting a little more real here. All right. I mean, they're all real, but why? Actually, I'd like to know a poll. Let us know what your favorite pie is. Nice. We'll put the results up. Favorite pie, drop it in the comments or use the link if you're on Spotify because I need to know what the most popular pie for Thanksgiving is. We'll get the poll out to you. What's that? We'll get the poll out to you. This is what it sounded like you said. I'll pull, pull out to you. <laughs> I'll pull out to you. Yeah. I was like, what does that mean? Anyway, <laughs> AJ, why do hurting people hurt people? Hmm. That's a deep one, man. Uh, man, I kind of, you know, gave this a little thought, but... Um, I believe they're just living out of the hurts they have been wounded by. Uh, they do. Mm-hmm. It for, I think they kind of do it for self-preservation. Um, they don't want to be hurt again, you know. So they'd rather they'd rather be the one hurting than be hurt. So I, I hundred percent believe a lot of the time it's a self-preservation thing. That's a good question. How so? The self-preservation part, though. Um, because it's almost like a deflection. Like it's it's like a, a guard against. It's like a guard for their heart. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. Sort of like a wounded so, so, animal. So they'd rather be the one hurting than hurt. Yeah. 
That's that's true. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking through that. I think it's really good, sort of like mm-hmm. a wounded animal. I, it depends on the person, man. Um, you know, but I guess you said hurting people. I think that, and the other part I would add to that, I agree with you, is just they, they get you get so caught up in your own hurts that you don't even think about how you're affecting other people. That's you know true. I mean? That's very true. Um, and so, and misery loves company. I think there's some evil, sinful part of us sometimes. It's like if I'm hurting, I'm going to make sure everybody's hurting around me. Dude, that's really good you too, know? man. Even if it's unintentional, it's not like they're probably thinking. Yep, because they just they don't want to be alone in the misery. Yeah, it's a good hmm. thought though. Yeah, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, that's my bro. name. Why do people struggle with depression? I'm gonna, I guess I'll start with the answer that we know in the world, right? I mean, the easy answer is sometimes, based on what we're told, um, and, you know, there's chemical, like we, there's chemical imbalances, right? I mean, there's people who, when you're in a funk or something happens, that something can flip in your brain and stop producing certain things. But I also think um, there's a couple other aspects to depression, uh, the other one is going to seem hokey to some of you out there, but I think it's true. I think spiritual, there's spiritual aspects to that. You know, we get attacked with negative thoughts and lies and, and things mm-hmm. like that. The other thing I would say is, you know, depression is typically, if you really think about it, depression is just the absence of hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that when we, we lose hope, we get depressed. So you're like, okay, Todd, well, how do we not lose hope? Well, you don't lose hope by not making the, the instance that you're in or the period of time that you're in or the situation that you're in, you've got to remember that that's not everything there is and it's not a permanent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That it's not, that, that there's, because that's what happens, man. We have these situations that are very serious and real and hurtful, but our minds, I don't know if it's because of the way humans are, but our minds begin to think that's never going to end that that place we're in is all there is, right? Yeah. When I was at my most depressed, that's what it literally felt like. It felt like there is Z, because you can't see the way out of it, quote, right? Air quotes, out of the situation. No. So you start to go, this pain I feel is never going to end. And then what happens then is you just, you lose hope. And when you lose hope, it's just, it's, it's then it becomes this cycle. That's just kind of how I think of it. Yeah. And, you know, and I think it's much easier. I mean, certainly Christians get depressed. But, you know, even if you take medicine, um, you know, there's there's aspects of it. There's a hole in our heart, man, that only can be filled with God, and that's mm. just reality. It's good, man. And whether people know it or not, when you put your faith in things that are going to let you down to fill that, that's going to constantly lead you to a cycle of disappointment. So you go from relationship to relationship. So when you're those people that are, you know, kind of worshiping or idolizing relationships, everything's great when they have one. When it's not going well, Boom, you crash again because everything is resting on that. It reminds me of what Jesus said when he said, you know, the wise builder and the foolish builder. You know, the foolish builder builds builds his house on sand. And when the storms come, it's washed away, right? And he says, you know, the wise man builds his foundation on a rock. And the rock is Christ because he can't be taken away. So anyway, it's hard though, man. I I wrestle. I'm not going to sit here and tell you. I've struggled with depression many times in my life. Thing about me and depression, depression for me is I don't sit there and think I'm depressed. You just start to, it's almost like it's a quicksand, right? Yeah, man. It becomes like a state of being yeah. that you don't even realize you're in. Yeah. And for me, it's more, it, it always showed itself ironically because I was joking earlier of most of the time it would be like I would stop enjoying anything. Yep. Everything would seem kind of great. You know what I mean? Yep. So it would, it would be less about sadness and more about lack of joy. 
Hmm. So anyway, I don't know. Um, and I also think as believers, man, when we don't do what God tells us to do, it's like fish out of water. You know, if you're depressed and you're a believer, I would ask, you know, are you praying? Are you in the word? Are you in community? Are you doing the thing he says before you give up? You know what I mean? Before you like assume that, you know, you're stuck in that, I guess. Yeah. Man. And you're not alone though if you're depressed. And I promise you there's people that love you, that care about you and, and share that stuff with people, man. I know the feeling sometimes when you're depressed is that people are going to think you're weak or that no one cares, but there are people in your life that care and you just got to give them a chance. It's good, man. Because that's when it gets really scary is when you're depressed and you feel alone on top of that. And that's yeah. what leads to, to thoughts that are kind of coming up here in this third question. Yep. Which is, um, um, why do people have thoughts about killing themselves? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's my question to you. Um, I think, honestly, it leads to what exactly what you just said. Like, um, you know, I think that they, they get in that depression and that you stack loneliness on that and then mm-hmm. you stack... You stack, you know, people, exactly, you stack hopelessness, and then you can, you know, people don't see a point in living anymore, um, and it, it sucks, man, but, like, yeah, I think it's it has a lot to do with what you said, you know, um, you know, I think that those thoughts come, you know, and it's clearly an attack, you know, I think that people... Hmm, trying to think about how to how to how to word this, you know, God doesn't want that, and you know, God is a God of hope, and I think that you know when people have these thoughts, you know, I think what you said was really good, and I, and I think there's also you know an attack from the enemy in some cases mm-hmm. too that like he wants you to have those kind of thoughts of suicide. He doesn't want you, uh, you know, he wants to, he wants to play you into that trap that there is no hope exactly. and that that's the only way out. And mm-hmm. that's not true. It's not true. And mm-hmm. that pain is real. Um, you know, and that, that emotional pain, some, I mean, it can be worse than physical cause there's nothing you can do about it hmm. and it's what it feels like. Yeah. But I think, I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. And we sort of talked about in the depression, you start to lose hope and you have to, that's why it's so important to talk to someone. So that you can get perspective. Yeah, you, know? you can't do Because it. maybe you really aren't seeing the good in your life because of where you're at. But someone else can go, hey, man, look at this. Look what you have going for you. Look at, you know. Absolutely, man. Because when you're in it and you're just in your own life, you hardly ever see oh, the good. It's so hard to see it you when you're lost in the woods, right, or in the valley. So. Yep. Yeah. And I agree with you, man. Listen, God would never, ever want you to kill yourself. That is never God. Those thoughts are not from God. It's true. And the Bible says there's no condemnation in Christ. The Bible says that... Jesus himself said, I've come to give you life and give it to the full. God is never behind that feeling to kill yourself and let that sink in too. It's good, man. You know, ever, ever. So, it's good. Anyway. Next up, man. Well, I think that was No, we got we got something that came in, remember? Oh yeah, that's right, my bad. You didn't pull it up. So now I gotta read it to myself. Oh yeah, my bad. Yeah, that's don't fine. It's fine. I'll read it. But you still should pull it up. Okay. <laughs> As a Christian wife, do my desires matter? I love the design that God has given marriage and that he has given wives the role of being the helper, and I think it's beautiful. However, there are days where it can feel so heavy and sad. Do my desires ever matter as a wife? So long as my husband isn't actively sinning against me, do my hurts and wants in our relationship even matter? Hmm. They definitely matter. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to get caught up on the question still. I was reading through it again as you were saying it. Um, yeah, I mean, your, your desires definitely matter. You know, I think it's one of those things where, like, you know, if it doesn't take your husband sitting against you for your hurts and, like, your desires to, like, to matter, like, 
it, to me that they exist outside of the fact that like your husband has sinned against you. That's two separate issues in my opinion. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, and I think that's what they're saying too. So they're saying my my husband isn't actively sinning against me, but yet isn't actively giving me the desires of my heart, let's say. That's what yeah. it kind of seems like, right? Um, yeah, so part of this is going to sound good, and part of it's going to be challenging to you probably. The first part is I agree with AJ. Of course they matter, and God, they matter yeah. to God, and they should matter to your husband. But let's say it was the other way around, and your husband was saying that you weren't giving to him the desires of his heart, and you were trying. Let's say that it was just something you don't naturally do well. Okay. What does he do then? Does he... Could he say the same thing? You know, if my wife doesn't respect me, should I just give up? You know, not sinfully, but she just doesn't honor me. So I think sometimes, and, and this is hard to say, if you, if you, first of all, talk to your husband and share with him these feelings, especially if he's not sinning. But let's assume that for some reason he's not responding correctly or he doesn't get it or, you know, he doesn't, your heart doesn't feel like he cares. Because I think it's very interesting that the implication is if he's not sinning. Yeah. You know, then what? Well, then I would say you've got to take that desire and give it to God and trust that God's going to work that out and focus on serving him. And that sounds so selfish, right? And I would say the same to him. If there's a husband out there that's like, man, my desires in my heart and my marriage just aren't getting met. And it's like, you know, that's why we have to put our full faith in God and focus on loving the other person. It's really good, man. And trusting that, that, over, that God's going to work that out for your good because he promises that, right? In Romans, I'm going to work out all things for the good of those who believe according to my purposes. That's what he says to his purposes. So... Um, you know, yes, of course they matter. And of course your hurts matter, but I guess you can't control someone else's response. So what I would say to you is what desire are you really wanting fulfilled? Mm. You know, is there something deeper than that one action? I don't know the answer to that. Um, but if you're, if you're listening to this and we didn't answer your question in full, let us know, like send us a kind of a uh, follow-up so we can like speak even more specifically into it. But I think that's a really beautiful an honest question that you ask, and I think it's even beautiful that you started with a positive saying, hey, I believe in the way God says things, but sometimes it feels so heavy. And that's I really believe good, that to be, a, you know, that, that's heavy. But it's, it's, it's heavy for both people. That's why marriage is tough, right? Absolutely. Um, Paul even says that. Hmm. The Apostle Paul says that. that. Marriage is a beautiful thing designed by God, but it's also got challenges. That's good, got dude. Two, you know, broken people who God is changing and, and whose rough edges are going to rough like hit each other, but that's why it's such a beautiful picture of God in the church, right? And like true covenantal love that that says, I will love you even when you don't love me. That's really good, man. You know, I, I like that you pointed it back to like focus on loving them because like yeah. you said, that is that is the that is the best example of Christ in the church. I love that, dude. But that, yeah, thanks, man. But I, but that, just so you're, you hear my heart on that, that doesn't mean your desires don't matter. Of course they do. Yes. And I don't want you to think that because that's a lie, right? That's another trap. Well, no one cares. God doesn't care about my heart. Of course he does. It's just you can only control you, you know, and God has a lesson in that and can somehow turn it around for you. I believe that. Like, there's good in that. Yeah. So, anyway, great okay. question. Next question says, how do you get out of a funk? When you feel down for whatever reason, how do you choose to get out of that funk? What helps you? Um, well, one of them is I kind of shared earlier, is I have to make the choice. I'm, I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but for me, this is truly Todd's thing. I have to choose to say I'm going to love other people. I'm going to be active in choosing to love other people mm. and bring joy to them, even if I don't have joy in myself, right? So that's one thing I do. Another thing I do is, is exercise, 
Um, another huge thing I do, and the guys know this, is I love to process with people. Yes. And share. And that always helps me too. Oh, yeah. Is, is, is talking to someone close to me and sharing my thoughts, even if they sound ridiculous, just mm-hmm. to get someone to speak into it. Um, pray, of course. You know, Lord, help me. And that's real. God answers prayer. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else specific. Did I say exercise? Yeah. Yeah, we said exercise. Yeah, what about you? You got anything extra? Honestly, man, I mean, I don't think anything extra. I think the biggest thing is just like, you know, like you said, focusing on loving others, even when you don't feel it for yourself. Like, that's really important. And anytime I've ever felt down, and I, you know, again, this is not something I'm very good at, but like the moments I've decided to love people despite that, mm-hmm. it's it, it helps. Mm-hmm. It does. It also helps for me. That's really good, man. And it helps me too, as I was thinking about what tangibly helps me is when I'm in the right space, because I'm not always, is the reminder of like, okay, you know, have perspective here. Um, You know, what's going on? Why am I in a funk? Is there anything, is there an external factor that I can't control? Is something going on? Sometimes it's simple. Am Am I not getting enough sleep? Am I not eating well? Am I sad? Am I... Do I have relationship issues that I don't know about? Do I have a hurt that's unresolved? Do I have mm. sin? You know, sometimes that can help too because Definitely. maybe there is, it's kind of like having a, a splinter. Maybe there's something you can pull out yep. that will help you not be in that funk. But sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's just life and you just walk through that valley and trust God and come out on the other side. Yeah, man. Great that's question. really good. All right, man. My question for you. Great yes. questions. What are God moments? What are, mm. you know, I'm putting quotation marks, God moments? We certainly talked about some of those. Yeah, man. I think God moments are those moments in life where, like, you almost feel like life stops. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it's almost like life goes in slow motion and you know God's trying to tell you something in this moment. Mm-hmm. You know, or or he's, or like, or it's a miracle. Like, you realize this is a miracle. Um, and that's, you know, and it can be anything. Yeah, it's kind of like when God, like, crash, like crashes into your world. Yes, he, like, reveals you know, himself. For real, yeah. And it's like, whoa! Like you know, like God moments are those moments where you know it's it, it, it's you can't deny it. Yeah, like you can't deny touch, that man, this was you know? God. Like there's just no way. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that you said it feels like time stops. That's so true, man. You know, that God's trying to say something to you. Sometimes it's just something as as, as simple as like, look how beautiful this is. Look at life. Some of the most powerful God moments I've had is seeing, you know, Him. I don't know, heal or. And I mean internally, right? Or moving someone's life. And those yes. are so powerful, like life change, you know, or moments in worship. Mm. Oh, dude, I've had it's those crazy. moments in worship. And it's, it is. There's a song that says that, but it's, it feels like, I love what you said. It's all true. And it's like when heaven, for me, it's like when heaven meets earth, man. It's like a thin spot. All of a sudden, it just crashes mm. for a second. And you, you remember what the truth is, and you remember what's coming. Right? Yep, and Good. it's an overwhelming feeling of joy. Yeah. To me, it's like an it's like a it's the only kind of good overwhelming I've ever felt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes it's him telling you something too, and it's like, whoa, I better listen. It's true. All right, it's good stuff, man. And we have one more question here. It says, "Do you guys have any pets?" This is a sore spot for me. It is a sore spot for you. Uh, a few years ago, I murdered my best friend. <sighs> you didn't <laughs> murder him, Todd. That was my dog, Modi. He was a black German Shepherd, and I know everyone says this, but he was the smartest dog in the world, the best dog in the world. Oh, he yeah. legitimately he saved our lives. He did. Um, no one, I, we, I don't know if we talked about this. I think we did a few years ago, but we yeah. had a guy break into our an unstable drug addict, felon, 
who was going to hurt us, mm-hmm. may have killed us. We he broke into the apartment that we were in, and we were sleeping. Yep. And my dog not only bark, and he was the nicest guy. He's never aggressive. That's what's crazy. Bark to wake us up. He attacked the guy mm-hmm. and drove him out of our house, man. It's incredible. Yeah, and you slept through it all. I slept through it all. But uh, anyway, I, I uh, ever since that happened. I know people say it a lot, and I used to think, man, it's just been hard, man. I think, when was that? When did that happen? 2020, I think. Was it 2020? I think so. Yeah. Right. Did, a, yeah. Yeah, and it's just really hard, man. To uh, I had him for 12 years since he was like seven, eight weeks old, all the way till year 12. And, yep. Um, you know, I had to, I said, I had to put him down because um, he just, he started losing. Uh, he had a lump on his leg, and, and we, I let him stay with that for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just... It was hard, man. He was, he was, it's hard to even think of another animal now. Yep. So hmm. that's where I'm at. Yeah. Sorry, man. That's I know right. it's hard. Hey, on you me. love that guy too. I, I, I loved Modi. I've, I've had plenty of dogs in my life and Modi is still number one. He was special. Man. It literally really like, was. like, like he is number one for me. Um, but yeah, I currently don't have any pets. No, but I know I, we've, I've had a lot of dogs over the years. Mm. Kind of had a weird streak of like dogs getting hit by cars, man. It's a funny sweet. I know, but like, yeah, it's just it sucks. Like, it had a lot of dogs get hit by cars, like mm. in like weird, strange circumstances too. Like, we even had one like get out, like when we were camping, had one get out of our like fence and then run and find the highway and get hit. It's like, are you kidding me? So yeah, yeah, just weird <laughs> stuff like that. So like, but yeah, man, I I love pets though. You know, I had a cat too. <laughs> His name was Maverick. <laughs> Good name. Did you name him that, or he come with that? Oh, uh, I think we named it was uh, my old roommate Chris and I. We named him Maverick. Good um, name. Pretty sure, yeah, yeah, we named him that. But um, and he was he was a good cat, man. He was awesome, and I had him in in our apartment in Fort Wayne for a while. And then um, once once I moved to Columbia City, had to you know give him. My sister found a new home for him, so mm-hmm. hopefully he's still around. I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard about him in a long time, but. Mm-hmm. So he was a good cat, but yeah, I don't have any pets currently, but I do love pets. So, Hunter, you got a got a pet? Uh no, I don't. I mean, my family has claimed my dog is their dog. So, so you did? I mean, for a while I did. I would have called. I, so the dog that's with my family currently, mm-hmm. uh, with my mom and my dad, I would claim more as my dog because I was around her the most and mm-hmm. trained her and taught her how to do everything she. Knows what was her name? Uh, Gabby. What kind of dog was she? Uh, she's she? a mutt. Yeah. So she she's definitely got some Greyhound in her. She's chocolate wow. lab. That's pretty cool. Like, uh, she's also way too smart for her own good, and she's a punk to this day. Um, <laughs> she'll walk. I, I'm going to my family's for Thanksgiving, and the highlight of this will oh, be awesome. when she walks up, and she looks at me with those knowing eyes of, yeah, I know I've, I've wrapped this whole family around my finger and my <laughs> paw, and I get whatever I want now. <laughs> and you were the only one that stopped me before. So, <laughs> and I'm like, well played, well played. But they just got a new dog. So, oh, really? Be what kind they get? I think it's a pit bull. Oh, boy. Which, why'd is, I say it like that? Oh, boy. <laughs> the way my mom phrased it, she's like, this is my dog. And I'm like, it's going to become my dad's dog here very soon because he's going to have to train it. Because my brother is, doesn't know how to do anything. Is it a dogs. puppy or full grown? Already? It's a puppy. Oh wow! So it's mm. young. Well, it's yeah, it's a puppy still. It's so it's still growing. Have you seen it? I've seen a picture of oh, it. Oh yeah. So and my dad and me are the only one that ever had any. Like I t- started trying to teach myself how to train dogs, yeah. and I like had to teach Gabby things because she tried to bite everybody's face off for a very long period yeah. of time. Don't want that. 
Nope. She was very. She was came from abusive home, and nobody ever knew mm. what happened to her. So mm. she would get randomly aggressive, and we had to break her of that. Be like, we love you, but, but stop biting my hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna learn the hard way. How old is she now? Uh, she's getting up there. I I don't even remember. We didn't know her age really when we got her either. Oh wow! Yeah. So, How long have you had her? Uh, since I was in high school, so I think junior, sophomore, junior year. Oh yeah, so she she could be up there. Yeah, yeah she she's getting up there. She's uh she's also her paws have started turning inward now, which was not what how she was as a interesting. She, just the bigger she's gotten, she's just gone. She's just gone from like I'm a normal puppy to I'm constantly flexing. A bulldog. Yeah, <laughs> for no constantly apparent flexing. reason. Does she buy people still, or is she? Oh uh, no, with that? no, she's she chilled with that a long time ago. She got tired of me. Uh, Either she tried to nip at my hand and I'd like shove it to the back of her jaw so I'd mm-hmm. lock it, or grabbing her snout and being like, "No," and yeah. she was like, "Okay, we got to stop doing." People this. think that's mean, man, but that's still like primally that's how dogs are. You yeah. got to be the alpha, man, or they're gonna take over. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, it's a good show today, man. Uh, oh yeah. I think we. Well, how long have we gone here? Because we have a lot of stuff to talk You've about. We've gone about an hour. Here's yeah. the good news, guys. So I think. I don't know about you guys, but I think there's so many good things, and I'm going to give a little update that we could use this to talk about on live, which should give you guys a reason to tune in live. Because a few mm-hmm. things we Boom. got, excuse me, we got some articles on uh, violence between in pro-life, pro-abortion groups, um, mm-hmm. which would be interesting. Like which one actually gets more violence? Um, where how many Americans are actually saying they go to religious services? It might mm-hmm. shock you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. We've got a big one on the, uh, we talked this a while back, but it's coming, and we actually heard a story about this recently in our own home, home, hometown. Yeah. About yeah. the United Methodist Church and their split mm-hmm. and how that's affecting, and you know, that, that's... That just happened. That just happened mm-hmm. not that long ago, yeah. And then, of course, we have, uh, not of course, but The Chosen, which we've been a big fan of. and Oh, big fan. Um, how the series is, quote, impacting Gen Z that's on a verge of a revolution, which I think is powerful. And then finally... Uh, due to a good friend of ours, Lay V. A V, baby. Um, we want to talk about, you know, Kyrie Irving has kind of come in the news and, and mentioned some of this thing, and there's a movement out there, mm-hmm. religious movement, and it's it, it called generically the Black Hebrew Organization, right? Mm-hmm. And what they believe. And we want to talk about that because um, it's very important, you know, because they Definitely. use some of the terminology in Christianity, but the question is, is it actually... Christianity, and uh, you know, I think the answer is no. We'll talk about no. that. Yeah, yeah absolutely, so, man. Sneak a lot peek. of cool stuff. Uh, what sneak peek? No. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming this Thursday. We'll make sure to really focus on that stuff. Definitely. So check us out this Thursday. Even though it's Thanksgiving, that's our plan. The, the team will probably sacrifice for that. If not, we'll see you here soon. Boom. Well, that's the plan. Is that eight thirty? Eight thirty. Eight thirty, Eastern Standard Time. EST, baby. <laughs> right. Correct. I think so. Yep. All right. I don't know. You got There's a lot of time zones. It's it's EST. It is EST. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, love you guys so much. Mm. If you guys are watching from any sort of social media platform, which would be Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, wherever it is, why don't you just share this video? Hmm? You're already here. Just share it. Give it a share. You're hearing me right now. Just stop the video and share it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And other than that, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for supporting the show. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing it. So you guys were awesome. You Thank better you. listen to the end. Nice. Better listen. Because something's coming, maybe. Oh. Um, if you're listening on any podcasts and stuff like that, pretty much everywhere has a five-star review system now. That's good. So uh, you can drop a five-star review on there and uh, do it. Go ahead. Give us a five-star review. We dare you. <laughs> please. We dare you, please. Be right. Um, so drop a five-star blue. Give us a blue. blue. 
five-star review. And, uh, oh, that's a Clintism. Great. Um, five-star review, and that will just help us on the business end of things. Also, leave a little blurb underneath it and uh, tell us how you, you, how you like us or your favorite energy drink or your favorite cologne or favorite ibuprofen brand, I guess. I like I smelling good. So, yeah. Have a great day. Also, it's Giving Tuesday that we're filming this, so give. Yeah, even if it's give. past Tuesday, please take yeah. a consider giving and donating to yes. this show. Uh, man, it really does do a lot of good. It's a nonprofit, tax deductible. www.theremnant.life slash give. Use take the drop down box and go down to Real Talk. It goes directly in the show. We would appreciate it so much. Boom. And uh, yeah, thank you. I have nothing more to say other than thank you guys. Great show. Thank you so much, all of you out there, for the questions. And I want to end with this. Listen, we talked about depression. This time of year, holiday time of year, a lot of people are depressed. Mm-hmm. You know, statistics say. I want you to hear something. There's people out there, you right now listening, there are people that believe that you're alone, that no one loves you, that when people say they love you, they don't really mean it. All these lies are going through your head. I want you to hear me right now. They're lies. You are loved. You're not alone. And I mean this when I say this. Even if you feel like you have no one else We may be recording this, and you may be hearing it later, but we're here for you. We love you. We don't want you to ever feel alone. That link is active 24-7, 365 at www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. That's R-E-A-L-talk. Grab that. Go down and and write your name, maybe even a number. If you need someone to talk to and you don't mind, we will call you. We just don't want you to think that you're alone. If you're listening on Facebook, you can go on there and uh, leave us a message. We'll get a hold of you. But we just want you to know this. Listen to me. You are not alone. We love you. And more importantly, God loves you. You're not an accident. He chose you. He made you. Um, You're not a mistake. And uh, man, you are far more valuable than you even know. So let that sink in and believe it, even if it doesn't feel true, because feelings are a lot of times, honestly, they're just not trustworthy. Mm. So, hey, hold on tight, right? tomorrow uh, as a new day. So I hope you have a great day. We love you so much. Happy Thanksgiving and God bless.